0: And so we're going to dwell a little more today on what it means to pray in the Spirit. Uh, Matt uh, brought uh, devotion regarding that uh, within the last few days, and um, we've had others. Um, J.D. mentioned those things as well. And so I have been in a long-time pursuit of those those things regarding the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Bill Jones. Since I've already mentioned him, he'll remember. I've I've even gone up to New York City and taken a week of uh, just getting out of getting out of our town, getting into his town, and spend uh, now two or three weeks of uh, in several years uh, just just praying and meditating and and hiding out and singing and walking the streets and reading and praying and just just working on the matter of getting to know the Holy Spirit. And I say that because um, through my life, and I think through some teaching, even some classroom instruction, I have often been steered away from the Holy Spirit. Um, That the Holy Spirit, somebody talking about the Holy Spirit, ought not to be trusted. And uh, you ought to be suspect of those people. And uh, we are fine with God the Father, and we're fine with God the Son. But let's not go toward the Holy Spirit, God the Spirit. Uh, that's dangerous territory. And those are the things that um, I've um, kind of imbibed. I've, I've kind of uh, drank the Kool-Aid, if you will, for many, many years. Um, I had a missionary at one point ask me a very pointed question. Uh, Do you trust the Holy Spirit? And that was a very um, powerful statement question it was a a man by the name of Ed Alexander who's a missionary in Brazil and we sat at a restaurant and uh, he asked that question I have since asked that question to many people um, even to the point of um, even to the point of reading an article recently that you can find online that I think was helpful to me called father son holy scriptures and it kind of traces how it's very easy for us to replace exposition even the Word of God, which is so important, but upplay that and downplay the Holy Spirit. And I'm not going to go there today. It was just a, it was a thought stirrer for me and really explained a few things. But I'd like to just ask us today, even in our prayer time, are we afraid of the Holy Spirit? Now, I know the answer to that question because, at least largely, I know the answer to that question because I've heard many on this prayer call reference the Holy Spirit and being led by the Holy Spirit, and I want to thank you for that. I believe you can't understand revival. You can't understand salvation. You can't understand even praying for awakening unless we have a respect and a knowledge of the working of the Holy Spirit and trust him. So um, I'd like to um, just read a passage of Scripture that came to mind when Matt Hancock was... Um, referencing praying in the Holy Spirit or praying in the Spirit, and uh, it's found in Luke two. And I don't remember if Matt mentioned this text, but in my mind, I went to this text, and I'm going to read this text, and I'm going to read a few other texts, and I'm going to keep my eyes on the clock here so I don't uh, go way overboard. But, um, but uh, Luke chapter two and verse. 25, we'll start there, Luke 2, 25, and you'll know this is the, the birth narrative, this is the, Christ, the Christmas story, um, but there's a man in the narrative that we're introduced to by the name of Simeon, and um, I, uh, there's something that marks his life that is very intriguing. This is pre-Pentecost so this is we the, the holy spirit technically has not descended yet and not um, um been largely noticed in the new testament so um luke chapter 2 and verse 25 says and behold there was a man in jerusalem whose name was simeon and this man was just and devout and we'll pause there before we go any further uh, the word just there has to be has to do with righteous. He was a righteous man, so he was seeking to obey God's law. He was a Christ follower. He was a God follower and devout. And that word is a little different. Rather than just following God, he was heartfelt following God. So this was a passion for him. Um, he was the word means taking hold well it was personal to him it wasn't just going through the motions okay this was a zeal of his Um, and he was the scripture says waiting for the consolation of Israel so he was waiting for the revelation of the Messiah to deliver his people but uh, he was he was A God follower waiting for the Messiah to come. And then look at this next part of the text. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. Verse 26, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And I would just like to recommend that at least in three verses here, we have three references to Simeon being noted by the Holy Spirit and being ministered through by the Holy Spirit and his life being typified by the Holy Spirit. This is something God does not want us to miss in this man, Simeon. And um, so I've had to many times and currently evaluate my life, do I pray with the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit? Um, is the Holy Spirit upon me? Am I asking for the filling of the Holy Spirit when I'm praying, when I'm serving the Lord? Um, is my life, like Simeon, typified by the ministry of the Holy Spirit? Now, Simeon is in really good company because in Matthew chapter 4, we find our Lord Jesus pre-Pentecost, I'll say again, um, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So here is Simeon being led and walking in the Spirit, the Spirit coming upon him. Here is Jesus being led by the Spirit, and all of this foreshadows what's going on in the book of Acts. So let me read some things from the book of Acts. Acts chapter 8 and verse 29. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go up and join this chariot. So the ministry of the Holy Spirit to Philip. Now we don't know if we don't know if Philip heard an audible voice, but there was definitely the ministry of the Spirit noticeable to Philip, noticeable enough that he responded in obedience. Um, same is true in Acts chapter ten. Verses 19 and 20, while Peter was was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you, but get up, go downstairs, and accompany them without misgivings, for I have sent them myself. So here, the ministry of the Spirit, Acts chapter 13 and verse 2, While they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Acts chapter 16 and verse 6, they passed through Phygian um, and Galatian region, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And after they came to Mysia, they were trying to go to Bithynia, and the Spirit of Jesus did not permit them. Acts chapter 20 and verse 22, and now behold, bound by the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem not knowing what will happen to me there bound by the spirit and then this i would say a, a caution in galatians chapter 5 and verse 17 for by the flesh sets for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh for these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please so Walking by the Spirit is not simply a matter of just passive surrender. I believe that is a a mark of walking by the Spirit. But the Spirit-led life, in the Spirit-led life, there will be conflict. There will be conflict with the flesh. Uh, There is going to be, we're going to be actively involved in resisting evil and obviously then seeking good. So there's tension, but what a beautiful attribute in, even in Acts chapter 20 to be bound by the Spirit. So as we, as we pursue this, even in our praying, I'm going to encourage us to be led by the Spirit in our praying today. Um, we do not walk with the Spirit as an equal. He is our sovereign. God is our master, but we do follow him closely his leading (laughs) as our sovereign. Um, And so the question is going to arise, and we don't have a lot of time to discuss this, but then how do we do this? That's always the the preaching question. So what? How do we do this? And let me just recommend one thing, and that is to be much in God's word. Um, John chapter 15 and verse 7 says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, You shall ask what you will and it shall be done to you. So there's prayer linked with the scriptures, linked with the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit. So if you read Stephen's email today, you're going to notice a phrase that I really appreciated him using. And he said this, quote, Let us be willing to pull up our stakes and follow the leading of the Lord out of our comfort zones and convenient Christianity. So I don't know if you're, have the the background in your heritage and your mind about being skeptical of the Holy Spirit. But may we take what the scripture has, may we be willing to um, follow the leading of the Lord, maybe even out of our comfort zones and out of our convenient Christianity. Uh, G. Campbell Morgan said this, um, and it's, and and I've quoted from G. Campbell Morgan before in this specific sermon called the rekindled fire He said this in the life of the church today, we could call if in the life of the church today, we could call a halt to half our endeavor and consecrate the redeemed time to quietness and waiting to listening. We should gather again to the next service of the Sabbath, men and women with hearts on fire with a burning enthusiasm. I don't know of a different way other than, that than call that revival, but uh, with hearts on fire, with a burning enthusiasm, and the hymn would not be a song languishing on our tongues, and the reading of Scripture would not be something to which a man may listen or not as he pleases. There would be a great burning enthusiasm, a flaming new fire, a day of new activity and new dynamic, and G. Campbell Morgan calls this practicing the presence of the Lord. So Pete, uh, um, Stephen often encourages us to pray our hearts, and let's follow the leading of the Holy Spirit as we pray today. Let's be even known as Simeon was known as being marked by the ministry of the Holy Spirit.